You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. We're in church. The sun is shining. It's a good day. Come on, somebody. It's a good day. Hey, we're starting a brand new series today called There is a King. It's a series that's going to lead us right the way up to Christmas. Uh, and I want to bring the first part in this series. I've called it Our Finest Gifts We Bring. And in the nativity story, we read how when after the birth of Jesus, some wise men or magi came and they brought gifts to Jesus. And uh, we'll pick up the story in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9. If you need the notes, you can find them on the Elam Christian Center app. Get the app. You can follow the notes there. If you need paper ones, they'll have them in the, uh, at the info booth as well. Uh, or you can follow along on the screen and uh, that'll be awesome. Matthew 2, verse 9 says this. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star they'd seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gold, frankincense, but wait, there's myrrh. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. From the very first Christmas, we see this beginning of a tradition, which is the giving and receiving of gifts. And we still do it today. So from the very first Christmas, Jesus received these gifts. And uh, I don't know how you are with your Christmas shopping. Some of you are like me, your 11th hour Christmas shoppers. Like wait till 5.30 p.m. on Christmas Eve and realize I've got nothing for anyone. So you go hit up Kmart and the warehouse where everyone gets a bargain. You go get it all done in about 45 minutes flat and you're a legend. Others of you are well underway. My wife, let me tell you, she begins our family Christmas shopping for our, our family and, and, and extended family in July. This is not a joke. I'm not making this up. July. Pray for her. Big, like, deliverance is needed. This is, it's getting serious, everybody. But as we prepare to give and receive physical, practical gifts to our loved ones and to our families, can I throw out a few suggestions to you? I want to suggest to you two gifts that I think every one of us should give. I think these are two gifts. They're not going to cost you any money. You don't have to spend anything on them. They are free. But they're gifts, I think, that could change someone's life in a significant way this Christmas. And, and I want to challenge us as a church to give these gifts. Is that okay? You're with me this morning, church? All right, the first gift is this. I want to challenge you, church, to give the gift of being present. The gift of being present. Have you ever been driving somewhere only to get somewhere and not know how you got there. Anyone? Like you're driving and then you're like, wait, how'd I get here? Anyone? Any friends with me? Yeah, it's called getting old. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Age will do it to you. Um, you know, you're driving somewhere and then you know you're going somewhere, but it's almost like you're present physically in the car, but you're not really there. It's like last thing I remember, I was going past Sylvia Park, and now I'm on the North Shore. I'm like, I have no idea where the motorway went, where the Harbour Bridge went. All I know is I'm here. I've got no recollection of that transpiring. It's like you're in the car, but you're not there. Like you're present physically in there, but you're not really there. I think so many of us live our lives like this. This is a picture for so many of us of the way we live our lives. Like we might be present physically somewhere, but we're not really there. 
You might be present physically, but your mind and, who, and, your, and, and, and you personally are actually living in a totally different space. You could be present physically with your kids, but not really there. You could be present physically in your marriage with your husband, your wife, but not actually there not engage, actually not really there. You can be present physically at the dinner table, but not be there. You can be on your phone, you can be in work, you can be in work emails, you can be in future problems, you can be in all kinds of stuff. You can be in church and not really be here. You can be physically here, but not here. You can be physically in the worship, but not really worshiping. You can be physically in small group, but not really in small group. You can be physically at work, but actually not really there. You're not actually present where you are. I think this is a big problem. I think it's a problem, and, and, and this problem has multiple layers to it, and multiple reasons why it's a problem, but we all have it. I, I love to watch sport on TV. It's like one of the things that I unwind with. I don't care what kind of sport it is, I'm into it, man. I'll watch sport. It's my way of unwinding and just replenishing and just chilling out. I love watching sport. But my wife, God bless her, I'm picking on her today. Um, my wife, because I'm preaching today, normally it's the other way around and I get hammered. So. This is, the, this is the joy of our relationship. <laughs> we need your prayer. Uh, my wife loves to talk to me while I'm watching sport. <laughs> Any men have this issue as well? We're going to start a small group, guys. Small group's going to start. I'm going to lead it. Sam Lotuinga, you're going to be my 2IC. We're going to have a whole lot of freedom come to some men. So... You know, she can be talking to me and the game's on and I can be nodding, I can be acknowledging, I can be yesing, I could even be looking at her, but I have no idea what she's saying. Because my, my, I might be there physically, but I'm, I'm, my, my attention is somewhere else entirely. So we've got one of two options to solve this problem. Option one, she stops talking and waits until halftime or the end of the game, and then we can have the conversation. Or option two, I turn off the TV, and then we start talking. So we make a compromise, and I turn off the TV. That's, um... Young people, take note, you know. Young men, you're about to get married, write that down. Jesus, when, when, the, when the angel came and spoke to Mary, she said, you're going to have a son and he'll be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. That means God came down from heaven and became fully present with us, fully present, not, not from a distance, not afar, not some theory or idea. He was fully present on earth with people. He fully gave everything of himself to relationships and to people. He was fully present. The greatest gift ever given to this world was the Lord Jesus. The greatest gift. And if there's anything to celebrate as Christians, it's the gift of Jesus at Christmas. But I think one of the best presents that you can give to people is the present of your presence. For you and I, just like God became flesh and came and was present with us, for us to be present with those that God has placed around us as well. Jesus said this in Matthew 6:34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. In other words, live here now. Live right here. Live in this moment. For those in the room, live here. Be here right now. Don't be somewhere else. Don't be here physically in somewhere else. For those online, be here. Be here right now in this moment, in your room, in your lounge, in your, your bedroom, wherever you are. Be here right now. Don't get distracted with the Instagram feed on your other device. I can see you. Jesus sees you. It's a gift. 
Hmm. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, you thought I was talking to the camera. That was you. I was talking to you guys. I can see you. Be present right now. Don't, don't let your worry for what is coming or what will be or what is happening take away and invade now. Don't let tomorrow invade now. If you let tomorrow's worry invade now, tomorrow will steal today's joy. And you've got to come to a place in your life where you realize that every moment God has placed people around you that he wants you to be present with. So when, friends, I want to challenge you. Be present with your kids. Be, parents, be present with your children. Don't be there physically. Be there. But in your marriage, don't just be there physically. Be there. Actually be present in your marriage. Actually be present with your coworkers. Actually be present in church and in worship. Let's be a people that choose in this season, in the craziness of the season where everything wants your attention and everything is going nuts and we're finishing off the end of the year and there's Christmas and all kinds of things happening. Be here now. You can be in church but not be in church. And, and, and when your mind, I know some of you are already thinking about lunch. Don't worry, lunch will take care of itself. But if, if you're preoccupied with what's coming, you'll miss what God's doing now. And, and if you're preoccupied with what's happening tomorrow, you'll miss what God's doing now in your marriage, now in your family, now in your kids, now in the Word, now in worship. Don't worry about that. Be here, be now. Because God has placed people around you and you around people because He has a plan and a purpose for your life. And don't miss the purpose because your mind is living somewhere else. Be present. It's one of the best gifts you can give to people is your presence. Your kids don't want toys, friends. Dads, your kids don't want toys. They want you. Husbands, your wife doesn't want diamond earrings. Although she... <laughs> okay, that was a really fast amen. That was like record timing, amen. <laughs> Pastor Dean Openshaw. Well done. What, what people need is you, friends. That's what I'm trying to say. What people need is you, because God's put stuff in you. God is with you. God is in you. God has put you in places to be with people. Don't miss the people. Don't be present physically, but not be there. Be there. Make a decision this year that every moment, that you, wherever you are, be present in that moment. Don't be consumed with what's coming. Be here, be now, and trust God for this moment and what he's doing in this place. Here's a prayer I wanna encourage you to pray. Lord, show me those who need the gift of my presence. Lord, show me those who need the gift of my presence. And I've even left a little space where you can write a name down, whether it's your, your, your family, your kids, your coworkers, somebody. You guys with me? All right, number two. The second gift I wanna challenge you guys to give is this, the gift of encouragement. The gift of encouragement. What's really interesting to me is that the gifts that the wise men brought to Jesus were really big gifts, like outrageously big gifts. They were extravagant gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. All very valuable items in that day and age. All still very valuable items even now. These were not standard gifts you give to children. They were big gifts. They were kingly gifts. They were outrageously extravagant gifts. I don't know what you guys do in your family, but in our family at Christmas, we don't give the children gold. Each to their own, 
But in our family, the kids don't get gold. If you do have that tradition in your family, I'm willing to go up for adoption. I'll happily, I'll have, I'll happily join your family. It's, it'd be my gift to you. <laughs> you know what these gifts did? They were almost prophetic, these gifts. They spoke to the bigness and the future and the destiny and the potential and the power and the authority and the anointing and the rule and the reign of Jesus, even though he was still a child, even though he was still small, even though he was still fragile, even though he wasn't all of it yet, even though he hadn't grown and fulfilled his ministry, even though he was still in a place of seeming insignificance and everyone in the village would have just thought it's another kid in the village, these gifts spoke to the bigness and the future and the destiny of who he was. They were encouraging gifts, calling out the greatness on his life. I think one of the greatest gifts we can give people is to do the same is to do the same, is to call out the bigness and the greatness and the God factor and the life that God has for people and encourage them and stir them up, even when they think they're small, even when they're insignificant, even when they're a failure, even when they mess up, even when they haven't got it all together, yet we can be a people that call out, you know, there is a plan of God on your life and God is with you and you're not the sum total of your mistakes and God is gonna use you to do mighty things in this world. It's called the gift of encouragement to call out in someone what others don't see and maybe they don't see themselves even when they're small and fragile and broken. It's encouragement. This, uh, I brought this up with me. This is um, a little manila, paper manila folder. It's called my encouragement file. Now this file I've had since I was a youth pastor, since my first year youth pastoring. And in this file, I was encouraged to do this when I first started, was to keep a file record of every encouraging letter, note, email card that I received. And the reason they asked me to do it is because there's gonna come a day I'll need it. There'll come a day I need to look at it and I need to be reminded that the purpose and plan and future of God on my life is bigger than my doubts, discouragements and mistakes. And I have this to remind me that God has a purpose for me and that my life can make a difference in this world. And every time I'm down, I open the file and I have a read and it puts courage back in my heart. We as people, as, as New Zealanders as especially, but also as Christians, we can be so quick to find the failure. We're so quick to pull people down. We're so quick to find where's, where's the, where's the like, juicy like, gossip story? Where's the, where's the dirt on that person? And where's the, where's the wrong stuff? But we can become hypercritical, even in, in a church environment, we can become hypercritical about people and we look for failure. No, let's not be a church that looks for failures. Let's look for, be a church that looks for potential, that sees destiny, that sees hope, that sees God's restorative power, that sees redemption on people's lives. Let's not be a church that nitpicks at all the wrong stuff. Let's be a church that builds up the good stuff. Listen, there's a free gift you can give away this Christmas. It's called the gift of encouragement. It'll cost you nothing, but you can call out the bigness in the people around you. You can call out the future and the hope and the destiny that's on people. Encourage your children. Dads, moms, encourage your children, encourage your spouse, encourage your, your, your co-workers, encourage the worship band, encourage the tech team, encourage the guys upstairs in the online platform who are working hard right now, loving and pastoring and praying for people online. Encourage the kids team, encourage the door greeters. Like we can be so quick at nitpicking and being critical about church and everything that's going on. And do we have it all right? No. 
Are we a bit messed up? Yes. Are there things we could do better? Yes. It's because we're, like, the church isn't full of perfect people. I'm here. So, and so are you. And we're all a bit of a mess. And we could do it a whole lot better. But let's not pull it down. Let's build it up. Let's not pull down the things that we don't like. Let's build them up. Let's lift up people. Let's be a church that speaks encouragement and lifts people up from their broken places and declares and sees on them prophetically the bigness, the greatness, and the destiny of God, even when no one else sees it. Even when they're small, like a child receiving gold. Ephesians 4.29 says this, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only that which is helpful for building others up. Building others up, building them up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. Not pulling people down, building people up. It's a gift you can give, and I want to encourage you to give it. It's a free gift. Here's, here's a rule. I'm going to give you a rule for life. You guys ready for a rule for life? Here's a, here's a rule for life. It's, consider it the 11th commandment. <laughs> I'm joking. Episode, what? <laughs> There's 11? Yeah, there is. <laughs> Steve's rule. Some of you are freaking out. It's like heresy going on here too. It's okay. We're okay. I'm joking, everybody. Relax. (laughs) Steve's rule for life. Here it is. If you think it about someone and it's encouraging, give it away. Don't hold on to that. Give it away. You think, man, didn't Rob do a great job today? I'm going to tell him. I'm not going to hold that to myself. I'm going to tell him. Man, wasn't that an amazing thing the kids team did for our kids today? I'm going to tell him. I'm going to write them an email. I'm going to send them a text. Man, that person is just, I'm so blessed by having them in my world. I'm just going to send them a message and go, hey man, I just want to say I love you. I think you're amazing. I think God's hand's on your life. I'll actually, like, actually, Stacey, I felt like to encourage you today. You leading worship here today, I know you've had a, a, a year like you would never want to have in your life ever again, but God's hand is on you. He loves you. He's got a future for you. He's got restoration power for you. We love you. God is for you like you have no idea. And he's going to make a way straight where it doesn't seem to be a way. Encourage people. Walk away bigger. Walk away bigger. Here's a prayer. Lord, who can I give the gift of encouragement to? Write a name in there. And I want you to go do it. I want you to go do it. I want you to leave this place today and go and give some encouragement. Because God is positioning you around people who need these gifts. More than any material gift. This is what they need. Maybe if the team can join me, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm going to just t- change tack, and I've deliberately kept my message a little bit shorter today. Uh, I just want to change tack quickly, um, because today when you came in, you would have received on your seat a little special giving envelope. And today is a special day for us as we receive our, our Christmas box offering. And so what I want you to do is, um, just while I talk right now, just prepare yourself. Get ready, get ready, get ready. So... However getting ready looks like for you, just get ready. Um, This year uh, has been a year that we didn't see coming. (laughs) 2020, wow. There's gonna be like a generation of people who are like, man, I was in 2020. You're like, wow. You were? Yeah, it was tough. We had to stay inside and watch Netflix. It was so hard. But this has been a, a, a deeply challenging year. One of, the things, one of the things we decided to do early on as a church is to make this a, a year of generosity. 
as a church. So we decided we wouldn't take up any special offerings. We didn't do any vision offerings. We didn't do any mission offerings. We didn't do anything. What we decided was that we would rearrange our budget to make sure we could be generous with what we had without asking or putting any extra demand or load on anybody to give more than they normally get give and God has been so faithful to us we've literally given away hundreds of thousands of dollars both locally and internationally to help people all around the world who are doing it incredibly tough it's been amazing and um, one of the things we decided to do and I'll let you guys in on this is um, normally each year we run a big Christmas production and it's like a full-on thing and I'll be honest with you putting a production on does cost a, a decent amount of money it's not like we just it just happens. It does cost a lot of money to put something like that on. And we decided that, you know what, we'd rather not spend the money on putting on a show. We'd rather use that money to fund boxes to help people. So instead this year, what we're doing is we're doing a special carols night. So we're going to do 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock on the 23rd of December here. It's going to be a special like indoor carol service. So it's still going to be Christmas, right? Don't, don't worry. It's still going to be awesome. It's still going to have a great time. It's still going to pack this place out with people. It's still going to be very uh, open to people coming. It's going to be a special carol service. But it's just a little scale back so we can be generous. That's what we wanted to do. Um, and so today we're going to be receiving our Christmas box offering. And what amazes me all the time is that um, every year we try and challenge ourselves to go more, go bigger, go bigger. We're, we're putting 1,250 boxes into homes this year. Now these aren't boxes full with a couple of snacks. These are boxes full of food. There's enough food there to feed a family of five for over a week. There's significant amounts of food. Each box has a value of around $150 per box. So that's well over, close to 100, well, over $150,000 or so we're trying to raise to make this a reality. Like it's a significant amount of money. But why? Because we want to be, we want, we want, this to be a time where we show, we don't just say God loves you, but we show God loves you. We get so many emails and letters and texts after Christmas box from people saying, man, I was staring down the barrel of a very difficult Christmas. I had no money, no food, no gifts, but then a miracle happened. A box from Elam showed up and, and it was like Jesus came to their door and gave them this box and turned everything around. There's people in our church now who are in our church because they got a box. There's people who literally call Elam home who've now reconciled with their Heavenly Father and in a relationship with Him because they got a box. And I know we, we're all kind of doing our little bit and we're all putting something in and we don't know who the people are necessarily that are getting the boxes and they'll never know your name. They'll never see you. They'll never see what you gave. But I want to say this, friend, what you are giving, no matter how big or small, is really going to make a difference. It really, really, really is. That There's going to be people who will tangibly experience the love of God through this act. There'll be people who just are so blown away and overwhelmed that someone out there saw them and their need and their brokenness that, they, that, that they're not invisible to this world, that God actually sees them. Um, and so I think for me, I think this is a great honor and opportunity for us to give. I think it really is. It's something that we can do to, as a church, just go, you know what, world, friends, you've had, a, you've had a hard time, but we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. And we want to bless you. And we expect nothing in return. We expect nothing in return. All we want to do is communicate the 
grandness and the grace and the love of God to every single person. So here's what we're going to do. Um, in a couple of minutes' time, I'm going to pray, and we're all going to stand. And around the room right now, there's a whole bunch of Christmas boxes. Um, they're up the front here. They're down the back there. Uh, there may even be some people holding them and stuff. And if you are ready to give, then while we sing, I want you just to go and drop that in the box. Because um, at the end of it, this, we're going to pray over everything that we've given and every box that's going to go out uh, on the Christmas box. If you want to give on the app, that's fine. You can give on the app, website, uh, FBOS, whatever. Um, if it makes you feel good to just wander up to the box and push your app button at the box and then walk back, that's fine. You can do whatever you want to do. Like, we're not, don't feel bad if you're not moving out of your seat. We understand, like, a lot of people are giving electronically now. So it's not like, don't feel condemned if you're not moving. Uh, but if you want to go and just, as a gesture, go drop this in a box. Uh, that would be absolutely awesome. And then we're going to pray for a miracle. We're going to pray for God to do a miracle uh, through this and through all the families that are going to receive it. So can we stand to our feet, church? Is that okay? All right, let me pray. Then we're going to sing, and then you're going to give. And then I want you to just go back to your seat. Once you've given, just go straight back to your seat because um, I want to do one more thing before you go. All right, Lord, we thank you. Lord, for what is an open door of opportunity. Thank you for your incredible faithfulness to us. And God, your word says that a generous person devises generous ways and by their generosity, they stand. And so God, we give today with a heart and a spirit of generosity, of abundance. God, you are a God of overflow, abundance. God, you're a God of generosity. So Lord, we model you, we, 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 Lord, we imitate you today by just coming and giving a bit above and beyond, no matter how big or small we give, a bit above and beyond, Lord, to see your love, your grace, your message go to those in this world that may never hear it, to those in this world that are hurting, that are broken, that are living in poverty, both physically and spiritually. Lord, we pray you bless all that we give in this moment and have your way with it. In Jesus' name, amen. You can come and give and then just go straight back to your seat. Thank you, church. I cast my mind to Calvary where Jesus bled and died for me. I see His words his hands, His feet, a Savior of that cursed tree. His body bound and dressed in tears, they laid Him down in Joseph's tomb, the entrance Messiah still and all along. Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Oh, praise His name forevermore, for endless days we will.
do. Uh, stay standing. And if you are a small group leader, can I ask you to do me a big favor? Can you just find the nearest box to you and just go stand with the box? With the boxes that everyone's given, if you're a small group leader, can you go do that? Just, can we just thank our small group leaders. Aren't they amazing? Awesome people. Do such an incredible job for our church, for our people. Just go stand, because we're going to pray. We're going to pray together, all together as a church. Come on, let's pray and let's believe God for a miracle. God, we thank you for every single family that is going to receive a box. God, this box may sustain them physically, but we pray it goes far beyond that. It sustains them spiritually, that the love and the grace and the mercy and the hope of God, Lord, would flood those homes. God, I pray You bless it. Every home that receives a box, may they not only hear that the church knows them and loves them, but that God knows them and God loves them. God, we pray You bless every person that has given to this, every home and family. May we know Your abundance. And God, may this world be better. May this world be different. May the city be touched by the love of God. We ask this all in Jesus' Name. Amen. 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 Awesome. So good. All right, church, you can take your seat. Just take your seat, church. You can take your seat. Thank you so much. Thank you again also to those who've given online. Obviously, the links come up, and you guys have been able to follow that. And um, thank you so much. Such a huge part of our church, the online campus. And thank you for being a part of Christmas Box. You guys are amazing. I want to pray one more prayer with you guys. Uh, and I want to invite everyone in this room to just bow your heads and close your eyes. And those online, if you could join as well, just to bow your heads and close your eyes. I want to pray one more prayer. I just want to pray for people today. If you're here and maybe you don't know Jesus, maybe you're watching online and you've never made a decision to follow Him before. Or maybe you're here today and you've walked with God before, but you'd be honest and say, Steve, man, today I'm far from God. I need to get right with Him. I'm not right with God. The truth is, friends, no matter who you are, what you've done, what your story is, God loves you. God made you. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. We all mess up in sin, and our sin, it separates us from God. And God in His grace, He sent His own Son, Jesus, to a cross. When He died on that cross, He took upon Himself everything you and I would do for our sin. He paid the debt. Then He conquered death in the grave, and He rose again. And He extends to every one of us here today, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what your story is, He extends to you His free gift of grace, forgiveness for all of your wrongs, all your past, your guilt, your shame, your sin, gone. He gives you a brand new start, a brand new life. It's called being born again by the Spirit of God. God will make you a new person. You get to walk into the plans that God has got for you. God's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And then there's this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. And if you're here today and you're not right with God, but you need to get right today, I want to invite you to pray a simple prayer with me. I'm going to pray it out loud. You don't have to pray it out loud. You just pray it with me in your heart. But when you pray it, I want you to mean it with everything you've got. Are you ready? Just pray with me. Say, God, today, I surrender my life to You. I know I've sinned and I know I've messed up. But I believe, Jesus, you died for me. So right now, right here, I turn from my old life and I turn to you. I ask you to come in, be the Lord of my life and make me brand new today. 
in Jesus' name. Just with your eyes still closed and every head still bowed, if you prayed that prayer today, you're amazing. I honestly think this is the best decision you'll ever make in your whole life. And I wanna invite you to do something. If you're in the room right now, I wanna invite you to do something. I want you to take a little step of faith. When I count to three, I'm gonna count to three. When I get to three, all I want you to do is be really brave, take a step of faith, and I want you to put your hand up nice and high so I can see it. Now, I'm not doing that to embarrass you or stand you up or anything like that. All I'll do is I'll see your hand, I'll acknowledge you, and you can put it straight back down. If you're online, there's a button coming up now saying, I lift my hand. If you're saying, Steve, that's me, count me in, push the button, let us know that you're saying yes to Jesus today. Are you ready on the count of three? One, two, three. Hands up nice and high right now. Awesome. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yep, right down the back. I see you. God bless you, sir. In the front here to my right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, sister. In the front. So good. God, we thank you so much for what you're doing here today. Thank you for the lives that you've touched. Thank you for the lives that you've rescued. God, I thank you for those who've been brought back into right relationship with you now. I thank you for your grace and your love for them. Father, I pray that they truly would know your full, free, and abundant life on them. We bless them and we rejoice with heaven today as lost people come back to you. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church. Put your hands together for those people. How cool is that? Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.